and the lines are going. One, two, three. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Mad love. Mad love. Yes. Mad love. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to, I've got this like pancake thing. I'm just going to take my last few bites of it before we start proper. <laughs> no problem. I've been doing the um, the homemade sourdough starter thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know how that whole man, thing works? He liked he bought this machine that was like a bread baking machine, and I think it's still in the box, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted it so bad, so one Christmas we got it, and he never touched it. So if he still has it, I'll just send it to you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to make any bread. Yeah. Well, it's... Because yeast apparently is just in the air all the time. Mm-hmm. And so if you just leave some, like, mix up some flour and water and just leave it out in a jar, the yeast that's in the air will grow in it. And you can make your own yeast at home mm. for for baking bread. Yeah. And people have described it as the world's most boring pet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you, you got to feed it every couple of days. You got to mix in some more flour and some more water so that the yeast can continue to grow and reproduce. Right. It, doesn't do anything and just sits there but yeah. you can bake bread with it instead of using yeast from a packet if you want to <laughs> yeah and just go to the store yep. <laughs> i'm good but every time you feed it you have to scoop out half and you're supposed to just throw it away because otherwise if you're adding more each time but never taking it away eventually you would have so much um but it turns out instead of throwing away the excess, you can just like pan fry it in a little olive oil with some salt and garlic powder. And mm. right. it's like this tasty sourdough, chewy, savory pancake. Okay. So that's what I'm eating right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got some leftover Chinese food. Mongolian beef. God damn Mongolians. <laughs> I never know what else to get. I always just get the same thing. Any Chinese place, it's always the same. Mongolian beef. Yeah, I'm the same, but with me it's always it's always orange chicken. Yeah. <laughs> I'm or, sure everything else is great, but I, I'm scared to try new things, so. Yeah. Or uh, the honey walnut shrimp at Panda Express. If if what you want is is fake sugary fast food Chinese food, you could do a lot worse. <laughs> See, panda, panda, I do the orange. Yep. All right. Oh, of gosh. course we're putting this all in, right? Oh, yeah, this is all. <laughs> just do a totally unedited show. No no drops, no cutting out silences. Just... I think our fans would appreciate this. Somebody <laughs> in our uh, comments said they sometimes like our banter more than our actual episode. I saw that. <laughs> Let's, you, you, you know what? Yeah, this this whole thing's going in. We're going to do the most, I'm going to do the intro now. It's going to be the most low-key ever. Hey, uh, I didn't see you come in. Welcome back to Bat Rankings. The, the new Bat Rankings adventures, in fact. You can come for Batman if you want. Or perhaps you'll stay for Anthony. Yeah, that, that, that sound you just heard came from my co-host, Kenny. Hi, I'm Kenny Wendorski. How are you yeah. doing today, Ben? Yeah, I know, I'm Ben Creighton. We we talk about Batman sometimes. It's that we do. Well, yeah. we're not talking about uh, building our own bread and yeah, and uh, what we're having for uh, Chinese food. 
Yep. Yeah. Or, or uh, you know, soon soon it's going to be Superman. So there's that. That's right. We did reveal it. Yeah. Super still, rankings. I'm, I'm going to have to get Joanna on the horn and get her to make us a new logo. Oh, snap. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, fun. Joanna. I don't know if she still <laughs> listens to this, <laughs> but she'll... Uh, <laughs> But I, I'm I'm fairly fairly sure she'll take my money for a new logo. Well, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Joanna's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm liking this like low key like NPR vibe like yeah late night a... smooth jazz. Yeah. Find so, some. Uh, how are things over there? Uh, well, as 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 you know, this is uh, bat rankings and. Oh no! I've 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 transitioned into uh, mm, uh, uh, a kind of uh, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, <laughs> oh mercy! Yes, uh, weed's legal in Arizona. I don't know if you know that. So we're feeling very low key here. Just Dude. very soothing. And uh... <laughs> how am I supposed to lose weight with weed being legal now? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you what. Just, you know, just a little, not too much. Just have a little and then start a workout and, and you won't want to stop. That's the thing. People think it makes you lazy. What it does is it increases your inertia. It makes it harder to get up and do something. But if you do it right away, it makes it easier to keep going with it. At least that's my experience. Yeah. Unless, unless you're under 18 or 21, whatever the age is, in which case it's, it's, it's bad. It's the worst thing in the world and leave it alone. That's not right. for you to crack. Yep. We all know crack is whack. Yep. Pee Wee Herman taught us that. That's true. Yep. And then he did some crack. <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> we watched mad love today. That's right. We did. <laughs> we watched, uh, <laughs> we watched a Batman episode, as we are wont to do. Yeah. Um, if you're still with us, thank you for for joining us. Yep. <laughs> this, is, this is the show we we talk about hot nonsense for like five minutes, and then Batman for another twenty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I so. guess we'll just start it off. Uh, we've got a Commissioner Gordon. He's about to get gilded. <laughs> yep. by joker by by a dentist did you by notice this dentist. dentist's name on the door uh, no i didn't catch it it's it's j reco dds <laughs> which r-e-k-o the letters of joker rearranged uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's no mr kerr but it's pretty good oh, that's good yeah no, no joseph kerr <laughs> right uh joker is dressed as a dentist and he's gonna you know, do evil dentist torture to Commissioner Gordon, but luckily Batman's there to stop it. Yep. That's what Batman do. Uh, Harley Quinn, she's uh, dressed up as well, and, you know, they've got your usual banter. And uh, Joker escapes, thankfully, and uh, we get to do a little scene with him at his, uh, what would you call it, his abandoned warehouse, I I guess? Yep, it's it's a it's called Funny Bone Shipping is, okay. is what the sign says. One of Gotham's many abandoned shipping warehouses. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, uh, he's trying to come up with a new scheme to get Batman. And yep. he's Harley seems... is thirsty as fuck. Dude. Okay, 
So Harley is in a lingerie, yep. super skimpy, you know, but she's still got the clown makeup on. Well, she's yeah. In, <laughs> <laughs> she's in the mood for love. And I find that fitting because we've got Valentine's Day coming up. Yeah. So, yeah, this was a nice little Valentine's Day episode that we got to watch. Uh, and by nice, I, I mean horrifying. This yes. is and, not and a by, good... and by And by coming up, uh, clearly we mean that Valentine's Day was like three weeks ago. Uh, yeah. t- t- today, March 5th. <laughs> March 5th, eh? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, I hope everyone's Valentine's Day was super. Yes. Because, uh, yeah, the, the Joker, he's not really in the mood for love, but Harley is. And Joker's trying to come up with some elaborate scheme, yep, some of which involve piranha, which yep. is fun. So there's there's a particular shot uh, when when Harley is trying to get Joker in the mood where she mimes uh, riding a motorcycle and saying, don't you want to rev up your Harley? Yeah. <laughs> she is she is kneeling while she is doing this, which yeah. is not how you ride a Harley. You have your feet out in front of you so that you can work the uh, the, the pedals there. That is how this scene was originally animated. This is all in their, like, behind-the-scenes book that I read years ago. Oh. And standards and practices would not, for some reason I can't imagine, had had a problem with Harley sitting back with her legs splayed trying to get the Joker to have sex with her. That was just <laughs> a little much. And they said, can you, just, can you just tweak that? And they said, but... But then she wouldn't be riding a motorcycle. But standards and practices had their way with that one. <laughs> I mean, it's they're still getting away with quite a bit. They're talking about riding a Harley and she's in lingerie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, Joker, he's not in the mood. He is trying to come up with a, a scheme to take out the bat. And uh, involve, well, he, he gets annoyed with Harley and he throws her outside. <laughs> yep. <laughs> This is not loving time. This is killing time. Get on board or get out. And uh, so she laments. We get a little flashback scene of how Harley Quinn got to be the way she was. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, we, We get... For the first time, Harleen Quinzel, not as a disguise, but as the woman who will become Harley... Now, this is a first at the time. Nowadays, Harley Quinn, it's almost common knowledge for origin story. But this, for me, at the time, was kind of like, wow, she she was a doctor uh, studying criminal behavior. She seemed pretty normal. It almost seemed like she wanted to, you know, make a book or or get famous off of these evil Gothamites. Um, So, yeah, this is our birth, our origin story of... Harley Quinzel. Yep, she's a a psychiatric intern. I I think she has a doctorate, but she's she's pretty green. She's pretty wet behind the ears, and she's got this more experienced uh, therapist, psychologist lady walking her through Arkham and and sort of telling her like, yeah, it's fine. You're ambitious. You want to make a name for yourself, but you got to be careful. These these guys are crazy. And another fun fun little background. Thing you notice the dude standing yeah. behind them as they're having this conversation with the glasses, the inmate like licking the glass yeah. lasciviously, who uh, looks suspiciously like Bruce Tim. Oh, was it Bruce? <laughs> I, I saw the guy licking the glass, but I didn't. See. 
<laughs> I did notice that when they brought up, you know, it's it's enchanting or, or something to the effect of it's it's you can't help but be in awe of these criminals. She walks right by Poison Ivy. Yep. And uh, and I mean, I think the subtext is there that uh, she, you know, it, yeah. enjoyed looking at Poison Ivy at least. I, I, I think she actually uses the word attracted to ah. these <laughs> during that exact shot. Yeah, yeah, they're they're having fun, having fun with the direction here. But they eventually get to the Joker and her heart skips a beat. She is into this. And uh, the Joker sends her a flower. How did he do it? Well, she comes up to his cell and says, how did you get a flower to me? And he says, I put it there. And she said, uh, you got past the guards? And he's like, I'm the Joker. <laughs> yeah. What do, you, <laughs> what, do you, what, do you, what do you think I'm doing here? You think I'm in here because they put me here? No, this is just where I come in between capers. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so Harley takes on the Joker case after a couple of months of listening to him and talking to him. Uh, he says that his dad used to beat him. Which makes Harley Quinn very sad. Yep. Have Have you seen the Dark Knight? the The whole multiple choice pasts uh, for the Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris Nolan did a real good version of this, but he didn't make it up. It's It's been part of Joker lore for a long time, and this is a prime example: the Joker telling the version of his origin story that fits the moment or would play to the audience that he is talking to. Yeah, and he's saying that his dad was abusive. Uh, the only way he could get his dad's uh, the dad happy was they went to a circus and he liked clowns. So he thought it would be fun if he dressed like a clown and, and dropped his pants and his pants would rip. And his dad did not laugh. In fact, broke his nose. So he's he's painting a uh, abusive childhood. Yep. And it's winning over, winning over Harleen pretty well. She's buying it. Yep, the the flashback continues. She's talking about how she's, yeah, oh, it's so unprofessional. Not that she seemed that professional before, but she is, <laughs> she's fallen for her patient. And you see her doodling some, you know, H plus J and a heart stuff. And the camera zooms out and you find that she is now on the couch talking to Joker as though he were her therapist. Nice yeah. role, role reversal, power reversal there. Which, this is a kid's cartoon. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is a pretty adult context uh, for a kid's serial action figure cartoon. We are seeing how a, an abusive manipulator Joker is to Harley Quinn. Yep. This, this doctor, who should know better, <laughs> is falling for this criminal mastermind. Yeah, so he, he breaks. Yep, Joker breaks out, and of course, any right-thinking person you see, you see Harleen Quinzel as she still is at the time, reading a newspaper saying how the body count's rising. Any right-thinking person would be horrified, but she's thinking of oh, this this poor abused man out all alone. He must be so scared and confused. Also, not for nothing, he's doing murders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he is taken back to Arkham Asylum uh, by Batman, yep. and Harley is very sad, very sad. 
she wanted Joker to be out there free. And so she decides to do what any logical person would do. <laughs> Steal a bunch of makeup and costumes and weapons and go free the Joker. Yep. Uh, which and... she, she dons her costume, which is her jester outfit. Yep. Which has been modified quite a bit. <laughs> it, it, it no longer resembles this, but back in the day, Harley Quinn used to look like that. Now, <laughs> yeah, well, now, now she's got this whole things. Yeah, she's got this whole gothic Lolita schoolgirl thing going on now, which is fine. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it's you know, it, it wasn't always that way. But uh, yeah, she's in her costume and she's using a gas gun. She's stopping uh guards by hitting them over the head with a rubber chicken that's got a brick in it yep. <laughs> <laughs> and she breaks the joker out and they escape on uh in a car and he's laughing hysterically yep. um i don't know about you but when i saw that scene i was thinking he wasn't laughing that they were breaking out he was laughing that he broke her oh 100 percent. Yeah, yeah yeah i mean he's he's getting past the guards whenever he wants. if what he wanted was out Give him, you know, give him another week to heal up from Batman beating him up and he would have been out again. Yeah. yeah it's He is 100% reveling in the fact that he has, he has corrupted this woman of science. Yeah. <laughs> and that brings us up to where we are right now. And it's always been Batman. Always been Batman is the person who has kept Harley from loving the Joker or kept the Joker from loving Harley, I should say. Yeah, obviously, if Batman wasn't in the picture, then Joker wouldn't be obsessed with him, and he would settle down and have a wonderful life with his Harley in her deluded mind. And so she says, well, only one thing to do. Gotta kill Batman. (laughs) (laughs) And earlier, earlier in the episode, she'd asked the Joker, well, why don't you just shoot him in the head if you want him dead so bad? And Joker says, no, only if it's funny. Yeah. (laughs) It's like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yep. <laughs> you tell me you can get out of those cuffs at any time. Not any time. Only when it was funny. <laughs> Which, uh, kids, if you haven't seen that movie, you should definitely see that movie. It's a great movie. Oh yeah, and not not all the not all the great movies from that era hold up. That one totally does. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> uh, so Harley uh, comes up with this scheme where she's playing like a, a victim, and she's sent a tape to Commissioner Gordon saying, Batman, I need you to come help. Joker's going to kill innocent people. It's not funny anymore. I am willing to testify as long as you keep me safe. Let's meet at the abandoned docks. <laughs> yep. so. which, which is actually not too, not quite as implausible as it seems, considering that this whole plot basically played out in Harlequinade, same deal, and she did aid Batman in bringing the Joker in that time so it's it's not out of the realm of possibility that she might not be up for a team up with batman again spoilers that's not what she's up for this time (laughs) Uh, batman shows up and he wants to see this briefcase with evil plans she gives it to him but she also has a trap it's this joker speedboat dummy tommy gun thing Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And Batman ducks. He's able to stop the Joker thing, but he gets a needle stuck in him. It is Harley Quinn betraying him and injecting him with some kind of knockout serum. Yep. He he wakes up. He's upside down over a piranha tank. This was something else earlier in the episode. This is this is all Joker's plan. He wanted to kill Batman with a bunch of piranhas because of their big toothy smile. Except that he could never get them to smile. They're, 
They look like they're frowning, and even his Joker Venom, for whatever reason, wouldn't get a smile out of them. Harley had the bright idea, well, if he's upside down, they'll all look like they're smiling. Yep. It's pretty smart. Yeah. Um, She's (laughs) got him dangling over a tank that's filling with water that has piranhas in it. So Batman has to use his old noggin to get out of it, and he does this laugh that freaks out Harley. I love that scene. Oh, it's so good. You're laughing. I don't like it. (laughs) Uh, But Batman essentially says, like, what was the line that the Joker used on you? Was it was it the dad line? Was it the dad liked to go to the circus and or the was it the ice rink? And Harley was like, <laughs> "Oh, the circus." Was like, oh yeah. Well, he he changes it depending on the person, but the usual lies. And Harley's like, "Oh, damn it!" <laughs> yeah, she's 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 feeling betrayed. It it seems for a second she might flip, but she says, nope, 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 not listening. It's all you. You're a jerk. I'm going to kill you. And Batman changes tactics. He says, okay, but he's never going to believe you did it. All that's going to be left of me is bloody ribbons. He won't be able to identify the body. He's not yeah. going to know I'm really gone. And this so, gets to her. If That, that Puddin might not know how much she did for him. So she calls up Mr. J and yep. he comes on over and he sees what Harley's about to do and he flips out because <laughs> no, <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was my dream to kill the Batman. <laughs> this is all I've been wanting to do all my life. So he, you know, smacks her around. Yeah. Apologizes he... to Batman saying, I'm so sorry. Please excuse me. This is ridiculous. <laughs> and kicks her out of a building. <laughs> Yep. Uh, and she she lands in a bloody heap and whimpers, my fault. Yeah, I didn't get the joke. Uh, so once once again, classic classic abuse victim self blame stuff. Oh, it's always my fault when he hits me. Yeah, oof, chilling uh, stuff. Terrible. And this is a kids' cartoon. I repeat, kids' it's, cartoon. It, it is walking a real tonal tightrope as it tends to with these sorts of stories. Yeah. With with Harley Quinn and the Joker, but this one more so than most is veering on the darker side of this black comedy. And uh, Joker takes Batman, almost releases him, saying, "You know, like this is ridiculous. We'll do this again later. Here, let me uh, let me get you out of this little contraption. You know what? Wait a minute, <laughs> you are tied <laughs> up. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Tries to shoot him in the head, Batman." Manages to knock the gun away, and it it winds up getting the piranha tank instead. And in the confusion, Batman gets his belt back, gets out, and we we have our Batman third act. Yep, which is essentially running to the top of a building. Joker jumps onto a moving train. They have a fight. Yep, Batman. and Batman Batman really <laughs> really gets into Joker's head. Tells him, you know what? She almost had me. Came a lot closer than you ever did. The only way I got out is I knew you couldn't handle somebody else killing me. I knew as long as I got you out here, you would screw it up because you suck. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh... Punches him off a train. Yeah, into a smokestack. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Uh, It's believed that he's dead. The news says so. It's highly unlikely the Joker survived that. Spoilers. He's fine. Uh, yep. <laughs> he'll be all dude, right. We'll see. Dude him again. came back from getting eaten by a shark. He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> um, 
Harley Quinn is being led to her cell. She's all bandaged up, broken arm. You know, she's got med- medical tape all over her face. And she's like, well, this is how it's supposed to be. But at least I'm you know, free. He was a yep. monster. But she looks over. He left a flower in her cell saying, yep. feel better, Jay. And she's like, ah, and thus creates the cycle all over again of domestic abuse. Yep. And what I'm noticing is the last time something like this happened was in Harlequinade, and it ended with, like, a cute little sitcom music sting, and Mm. I I think a heart-shaped, like, frame zooming in on them. Yeah. This episode does not end that way. It ends with her saying, oh, he's an angel, but it doesn't play as touching. The music stays somber and foreboding, and it just fades to black on that, which... I think that's the right note after yep. everything that's happened this episode. Yeah. I'm not ready for this to end with a cutesy touch. Like, no, no play this as dark as it is. I can't imagine her, like, you know, jumping out of the bed going, that's all, folks, or anything like that. <laughs> this is a very ironic ending to a terrible, abusive relationship. Thus ends Mad Love. It is. It does. Kenny, does this episode hold up? Yes, it does. Yeah, this is a real good one. Yeah. And uh, like we have been talking earlier, this was one that I think was meant for adults, not so much yep. for the kiddos. But uh, still, it had plenty of action, plenty of fun set pieces. I love Arlene Sorkin. She's just dynamite. Yeah, like we mentioned I... earlier, there are new Harley Quinns, but I mean, you always remember your first time. Yep. <laughs> Arlene Sorkin. And... And this is a tour de force voice acting wise from her, too, because we've heard, you know, we've heard her Harley Quinn voice quite a lot. We've heard her. We've heard her bubbly, perky Harley Quinn voice. We've heard her angry Harley Quinn voice. We've heard Harley Quinn pretending to be Harleen Quinzel. But in this episode, we actually hear Harleen Quinzel before she became Harley Quinn. And it is a different voice than... Harley Quinn already having gone insane, but disguising herself as a lawyer or a doctor or a police officer. Yeah. It's what a fantastic voice actress. Yeah. Yeah. Home run. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, is, is it time to, to see just exactly how well this episode holds up uh, with some science? Let's activate the science machine, buddy. Yeah. All right. I'm, I, I can feel the, the low-key NPR energy just, just ebbing away, replaced by scientific excitement. <laughs> That's right. I got my doodads doing, and I got my beakers burning. Yep. I, let's, let's not belabor the point. Let's get our lab coats on. Let's take them pantses off. off. Yes. <laughs> All right. Kenny, we're about to hit triple digits. There are 99 episodes in this list right now. Ah. This is episode 100. Crazy, dude. What what a ride. Two years, man. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Drink my refreshing Dr. Pepper. Yep. All right. All right. All right. Settle my dog on my lap. Growing Pace, Two-Face, See No Evil, Hardly an Ivy, Demon's Quest, Old Wounds, House of...
That didn't take long. <laughs> Growing Pains, Two-Face, See No Evil, Harley and Ivy, Demon's Quest, Old Wounds, Over the Edge, House and Garden, The Cat in the Club, or Other Grey Ghost, The Man Who Killed Batman, Showdown, Double Talk, Second Chance, Almost Got Him, Harlequinade, Perchance to Dream, Robin's Reckoning, Read My Lips, Heart of Ice, Laughing Fish, I Am the Night, Day of the Samurai, Eternal Youth, Pretty Poison, The Forgotten, Joker's Favor, Feet of Clay, Silicon Soul, Clocking, Heart of Steel, Time Out of Joint. Harley's Holiday, Never Fear, What is Reality, Avatar, Deep Freeze, Joker's Millions, If You're So Smart, Why Aren't You Rich, Sideshow, Girls' Night Out, Legends of the Dark Knight, Joker's Wild, Vendetta, The Last Left, Nothing to Fear, The Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne, A Bullet for Bullock, The Lion, and The Unicorn, Zatanna, Cold Comfort, Dreams, Darkness, Off Balance, The Mechanic, Tiger, Tiger, Appointment, and Crime Alley, All of the Rape, Christmas with the Joker, Man, is a Hatter, and the Four Blind is a Bat! Since the Father, Mean Seasons, Mudslide, Murder the Wolf, Night of the Ninja, Baby Doll, Make Him Laugh, Trial, Fear of Victory, You Scratch My Back, Shadow with a Bat, POV, Prophecy of Doom, Birds of a Feather, Torch Song, Demon Within, Be a Clown, The Cape and Cow, Conspiracy, Far from Olympus, Bane, Catwalk, Back, Girl Returns, Worry Man, Paging the Crime Doctor, It's Never Too Late, The Underdogs, The Ultimate Thrill, Critters, Nobody's Perfect, Holiday Night, Love is a Croc, Animal Rack, Terrible Trio, Terror, This Guy, Kaiser, and Fever, Lock, I'm Cold to the Cat, and I've got my mouth in my face, God, Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> no time for breathing. Science is afoot. Yeah, yeah. Breathing is for cowards and weaklings. That's right. We are neither. <laughs> yeah. Let's activate that R in Jesus. All right. R in Jesus wants to know: Is mad love better or worse? <laughs> Kenny, is this better or worse than number ninety-eight, Cold of the Cat? Yes. It's better. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. Done. Moving on. Decided. Yeah. Concurred. Science. Is Mad Love better or worse than number 64, Mudslide? Yeah. 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 Strangely similar plots. Uh, you know, seemingly intelligent women uh, uh, infatuated with insane criminals. But uh, this one is, is good. Uh, and that one is bad. Yeah. Concurred. Yeah. is mad love better or worse than number 29 his silicon soul i'm gonna say better yeah yeah i mean we had never seen a backstory for harley quinn it was nice to see the origin i'll concur yeah his Silicon Soul was was great, like some fun high concept sci fi stuff. But at the end of the day, it's it comes down to can can robots feel, <laughs> <laughs> which is fine, oh, but yeah. <laughs> nothing no, wrong with it. It's a personal favorite, in fact. But <laughs> yeah, I, right. I, I'll go with Mad Love. All right, in that case, is Mad Love better or worse than number twenty? Heart of Ice. Oh, I thought you were going to say Heart of Steel. Is it? Goddamn, another Heart of Ice? <laughs> <laughs> is this going to be the one that pushes Heart of Ice out of that top 20? I think it is. I think it is, too. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I don't feel good about it. I feel pretty mm-hmm. dirty. But I think Mad Love had a more interesting... I mean, this origin story is fantastic. It's yeah. an adult story that's aimed at kids. Yep, and it's still funny. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like, uh, Mark Hamill's still a delight. I mean, this as, is Mark Hamill doing what he does best. Yep. As a dentist, uh, Mark Hamill, as as a Joker disguised as a dentist, says, "May the floss be with you." Yeah. Yeah. A little wink to the audience. 
yeah, a wink and a nod. <laughs> God, I'm so sorry, Heart of Ice. What, I'm so sorry. Would Would it help if if from now on I always consistently refer to it as the Emmy Award winning Heart of Ice? <laughs> The whole just, thing, every time. You know what? I'm, I'm marking it down in the list. <laughs> Emmy Award winner, Heart of Ice. Emmy Award winner, Heart of Ice. <laughs> I, only have to li- I only have to read out this list like three or four more times. That's so true. you know what? We'll give Heart of Ice its, its, its props from now on. <laughs> Do you know that episode of The Simpsons where Bart keeps opening up the door and he gets punched in the face? And then he opens up the door, and it's clearly somebody on a real old-timey bicycle. And he's like, I hear you don't like them old-timey bicycle people, and he kicks them in the face. That's how I feel with a heart of ice. We're going to open the door one day. <laughs> it's going to be Mr. Freeze. Oh, so Mr. Freeze isn't in the top five, huh? <laughs> Bam, <what a> <laughs> You know what's in the top ten is number eight, House and Garden. Is that the spooky Poison Ivy with the kids? Yeah, with okay. the kids and the husband and... Mm. That's a tough one. That had such a great chilling factor. Yeah. But it, it's all at the end. Yeah, I think I would give the edge to Mad Love, but it's I'm I'm not I'm not willing to knife fight over it. I, I'm gonna go with Mad Love too, and this is surprising me, but because I mean, plant people, pod people, yeah, terrifying. That being said, this origin story really worked for me. Yeah, like House and Garden managed to tug at my heartstrings a little, but at the end of the day, it it just comes down to well, Poison Ivy's a lady, so she wants babbies. <laughs> she she got them lady bits. That <laughs> could be young forever. Got to make babies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I concur. Mad love. All right, Whew. we got a top ten episode this late in the day. This we're like four episodes from the end. Kenny, is Mad Love better or worse than number two, Two-Face, parts one and two? I'm going to go with Two-Face. That first episode, I mean, even though the second one is kind of more like a filler. Yeah. Uh... That's a tragic turn of events that makes Harvey Dent into Two-Face. And talk about psychological issues. We were just talking about an abusive relationship. This one dealt with anger issues. Once again, it's a children's cartoon. Yeah, I think I would give the edge to Two-Face for a more consistent tone. I think this one does a very good job of walking the line between the darkness and the comedy, but Two-Face was just a straight-ahead tragedy mm-hmm. in a way that I think this episode might have benefited from. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and concur. It's okay. close. Yeah. There's a reason why I was sitting there in dead silence, like, <laughs> I want to he- hear what Kenny has to say, because I, 
I don't know which way to go on this one. <laughs> and Two-Face, I mean, the first episode of Two-Face is always going to be the one that is regarded better. The, the follow-up is not, there's nothing wrong with it at all, but yeah. it ends with Two-Face staring at the camera with lightning in the background. It's such a great, powerful image. So, yeah. <laughs> Two-Face. All right. In that case, is Mad Love better or worse than number six? Old Wounds. Wow, we just did that one. Yeah. Ironically, like Old Wounds on the hero's side and and this one on the villain's side, but both of them dealing with a, a relationship, a power dynamic between a, a manipulative male figure and their protege slash in this case love interest both told with flashbacks yeah i'm gonna go with matt love on this one hmm i think i would give the edge to old wounds okay all right i think old wounds balances more moving pieces because it's also got the the barbara I don't know if love triangle is the right word. Loyalty triangle almost fits better, but it's an extra wrinkle to it. And I I think the storytelling is a little more subtle in Old Wounds. There's more subtext to explore, whereas this one, this one kind of lays all its cards on the table. And they're good cards. I really love the performance of Arlene Surfing. Think she she is a little bit of everything in this episode. Mark Hamill, of course, doing what he does best. I like that it's a flashback. It's some okay set pieces. Yeah, I mean the the final set piece, like the the showdown between Joker and Batman on the moving train. We didn't really talk much about it, but it is it is a neat. Uh, a, a neat third act. And it doesn't overstay its welcome the way that Batman third acts often tend to. Like, Batman gives his speech and then punches the Joker real good. <laughs> it's all you need. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely... Definitely giving this episode its props. But... Weight against that. I... I think where this episode could have been slightly stronger is at the end of the day it's as i mean this is harley quinn's origin episode but it's as much about the joker as it is about her and we don't like the joker gives his fake sob story oh my dad beat me uh with with harley we've seen how she falls into patterns we saw it in Harlequinade, which was a very similar episode to this one, just played slightly differently tonally. But I mentioned in that episode how Harley becomes becomes submissive and sexualized in the face of a strong male authority figure. That's a coping mechanism that she learned somewhere. That's a response to trauma. We never learn what that trauma is. It's It's a pattern that that was already in place for the Joker to take advantage of. And I would have liked to have actually heard her origin story. 
what what childhood relationship or experience is she living that set these patterns? Whereas with Dick in old wounds, I mean, he was a child when when we know what his trauma was. And all of that character history is informing old wounds. We don't get that as much with this one. So it's it's the narrowest of edges, but I think that's why I would give old wounds the edge. Yeah. Yeah, really what I've got going for it is I like the organ and I love Arlen Sorkin. When you break it down with science, you do have more pieces to play with in old wounds. Yeah. yeah. And... I'll go with old wounds. All right. Ooh, it's been a tough one. <laughs> and in fact, we're not done yet. We have but one more decision left to make. Is this one better or worse than number seven? Over the edge. Yeah, I think this one is better than over the edge. I'm going to concur. And over the edges, that's another personal favorite. Yeah. But I think the animation's better in over the edge. Yeah, yeah, both I would have, definitely concur. Both have a lead actress falling out of a <laughs> off a building. Yeah. In slow motion. <laughs> that's fun. True. Um, but as powerful as it was to, like we had talked about, it is just a dream sequence. So the stakes aren't until the very end. I, I'm going to go with Mad Love. I'm going to concur. It's such an interesting character piece to see this, you know, rising doctor or psychologist, whatever. Yeah. And just to see her manipulated by a charlatan <laughs> yeah and she falls hook line and sinker it's, it's it's a really well done episode yeah i i really like like you can tell her her doctor mentor the lady who's who's showing her around and i don't think it's a coincidence that that that's another woman i think that when you show harleen quinzel as a sap for the joker i think it's very important that she she can't be the only female character or or it becomes a bitches be crazy. <laughs> so I I I think it's very important that you have this actually intelligent, actually professional woman even if just for one scene at the beginning. But I think it's I think it's so important to show that Harley comes in already predisposed, already not quite a professional, already with that crack for the Joker to exploit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 All right. Marking it down, congratulations to Mad Love, our new number seven, just ah. below Old Wounds and just above Over the Edge. There it is. Wow. Making an even 100 episodes. Holy crap. <laughs> All right. And we're not done yet. I think we've got four left. I think so. I'm, I'm opening up my little, uh, my little booklet, O Blu-rays. We have three left. Oh, God. Yeah. Next week is chemistry. Do you remember this episode, Kenny? No. Me neither. Couldn't tell you a damn thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be fun because uh, we're going in, you know, completely blind. Yep. And the the next two after that are are Beware the Creeper and Judgment Day. Uh, I remember Judgment Day. And I think yeah. Creeper was a guy who 
kind of similar to the Joker. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, those I have at least some recollection of. This will be the last, the last Batman the Animated Series that I'm going in almost completely blind. Once, once we get to Superman, something tells me that it's going to be a lot more usual for me to say, do you remember this episode? Nope, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. All right. But that'll be next week. In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me at Weiski TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter or twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. And you can always find the two of us right here at anchor.fm slash batrankings, where you can subscribe on your podcatcher of choice, find links to give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes or wherever else you like to rate podcasts. And you can also support us to the tune of $1, 5 or $10 a month. Help us uh, pay for new logos when we switch shows, stuff like that. Yeah. Just like Steven Stevens did. Hey, I remember that guy. Yeah. So not, not, <laughs> not technically a new supporter. In fact, I think he may have been our first supporter. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Because he has such a dope name. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I don't think he ever got his limerick. No, We've had before. Uh, the before yeah. times. We've Easy we've had Corona. Yeah. We've had one or two people, uh, you know, and and we get it. Never feel bad if if things are looking a little tight. We've had one or two people go off the uh you know, cancel their support for a couple of months and then come back and you only get one limerick. <laughs> but Steven Stevens never got his, so this this seems like a good uh seems like a good occasion to okay. uh, to right that great wrong. All right, going to my limerick place. I'm, I'm I'm on the cusp of something. I can't quite get it there. Let's see. This one's for my good friend Steve Stevens. Do you think we could just call it even? Does it make me a dick with this late limerick? If you don't accept it, I'm grieving. (laughs) (laughs) There you go, Steve!
Hey, hey, thank you, you Stephen Stevens. <laughs> oh man. A minus. A minus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I quite got it. You know what I'm going for, right? Oh yeah. No, no, no. That was All right. good. That was good. All right. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen Stevens, and all of our supporters, whether whether you do it with, with cold, hard U.S. currency or by listening, giving us a five-star review, telling a friend about the show. We appreciate it. Yes, thank you very much. We love doing this, and we're glad that you're uh, along with us on this journey. 100%. And we will journey along to chemistry next week. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>